Hello and welcome to Jam Presents, a podcast series by me, Mike Groves, and a good mate of mine, Jason Cripps. This time, we're heading back to Camp Pleasant for Season 2 of Killer Camp. Killer Camp, Season 2, Episode 7, the penultimate episode. Quite like that word, penultimate. Second to last is more sort of better way of saying it, isn't it? Anyway, before we get into it, I watched this episode having consumed a couple of beers and a glass of wine, and I think I enjoyed it more than quite a few of the other episodes. Tell me, was that the alcohol? That was definitely the alcohol. It wasn't a bad episode. <laughs> and like, you know, to, to not not even to echo it, like I watched this very late at night mm. when I was very tired. <laughs> so I might have just been miserable whilst I was watching it. But I didn't think it was that strong. Anyway, we're back to it. We should let people know that we just had a really weird audio issue about one minute in. So we're going off the back of me having consumed a few beers and a glass of wine in in that minute and enjoying it (laughs) in that technical yeah yeah, in that (laughs) technical you thought it's too much i'm already going to consume some beers (laughs) and wine any excuse for old mikey to get some beers and wine (laughs) it's not one or the other either it's both Both nothing yeah 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 both or nothing it's just chase down some beers with some wine (laughs) what's your favorite wine like genuinely my favorite yeah like a color I don't. I don't oh, mean no, like I a drink, brand. Yeah, red, like Malbec is brand. Um, <laughs> I drink. I drink Malbec the most. Yeah, red, red wine the most. Proper UB forty stuff, that is. Then yes. Um, funny story about UB forty. Actually, um, I know this is completely off topic, but we do it all the time anyway. Once we were talking uh, at uni, and um, I'm not going to say their name because you know this individual, but they said to me we were talking about i don't know whether or not they were in you know we were in some 80s club or or whatever there was you before you were the subject of conversation anyway and i I said something along the lines of oh they're you know um decent for a a brummy band you know or or a band from birmingham or or whatever and they went they're not from birmingham they're from london and i was like no they're definitely definitely you know brummies no 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 they're from london why do they sing about kingston town So it's a bit of a, and I'm crap at geography, but even I know that they aren't referring to fucking London when they're talking about Kingston. Brilliant. Anyway, we've completely sidetracked everything in this episode so far. We've barely got into it, but I honestly really enjoyed the episode, but it was completely let down by the last five minutes. And we'll get to it obviously at the end, but without a doubt, the worst, worst, worst death scene of all. So you're saying that is worse than the dick rocket? Yeah, I'd rather have another dick rocket. I'd rather I'd rather them just p- replay an the dick old rocket. death <laughs> and say the death was that bad, we'd rather play um, the dick rocket episode again. I think I've said it before previously like at what point are you scraping the bowel of deaths? <laughs> because it, it, they seem to have a good one and then multiple <laughs> bad ones. We'll wait until we get there shall we? We'll wait until we get there. Do you think they just go around the room and just each person has to say a word, and that is the death. Yeah, and and someone someone they but, rolled uh, the dice, and someone went uh, gnomes. There's there's literally a whiteboard. Went, eat it, eat it. There's a whiteboard with just random words, and they're like, guys, this doesn't make sense, but we've made the rules, and this is how we're going to stick stick by them. <laughs> no one will know. There's so many horror films out there. No one will know that this isn't legitimate legitimate death. Anyway, that's that's all there. It is. It is. We're immediately reminded at the start of Clyde getting voted out. The fact that the clues point to Bella and that romance is blossoming between Syrah and new campmate Kobe. Gabe 
made me laugh very early on because he was saying that the betrayal is disgusting, vile evilness. And I'm like, I wouldn't say it's that far, you know, but. There's just another level of betrayal and disgustingly vile evilness upon us. They mentioned though that Clyde bought back the most money. And I remember hearing that previously, but I had such confirmation bias when I was thinking Clyde was the killer. It didn't even, it didn't even mean anything to me at mm -hmm. the time. You know, they constantly remind you about Clyde being the best campmate and winning the most. And I just thought, nah, he's just playing up to it. Evidently not. Gabe's just gutted at the start of this episode and he's still convinced that it's it's Bella, um, but also has, you know, thoughts around SJ as well. Whilst they're all chatting and, you know, we're reminded of this stuff, Bruce is watching them through the CCTV. And I didn't know he had this level of access. Why isn't this a thing earlier than the I put this? I thought, like, what has he been looking at? And what is he watching? And Why has he got CCTV on them? And not in his own shack. Exactly. And like, has he spent all of his like killer money on CCTV and then just completely neglecting his shack? Now then, did they set up that CCTV room just for that one scene? Or is that the room the like directors, producers and that work in? I think they set it up. <laughs> a lot of effort for 10 seconds, isn't it? Mate, we've seen a lot of effort for 10 seconds throughout <laughs> that's, this uh, that's true. series and previous series. Oh, dear me. After the credits roll, we see the slow and sad pier walk that Gabe takes through the lake or to the lake, and he references. Do you remember who he references? Sherlock and Holmes, <laughs> Batman and Robin, and then Sherlock and Holmes. But this, because we, he said it wrongly before. Yeah. So previously, I edited it. Like I, when I went back through the edit, we spoke about it, and I thought it was Clyde that had said it, but it was actually Gabe that said it, and then Clyde repeating it, almost mocking. Gabe somewhat. Okay. So yeah, it was it was also then, yeah, Gabe repeating it this time. We were Batman and Robin, Sherlock and Holmes. I mean, their bromance montage is lovely, isn't it? And I may live to regret this, as in within the next, well, if you're listening to this back to back, as these episodes are going to be released back to back, I may be living to regret this in the next hour or so. But I don't think Gabe's the killer. What, because how passionate he is about it? Yeah. And... I really want him to win. <laughs> I do. I can't make past Mike will be. I know, screwing. right? Like, I always said, like, I knew he would annoy me, but he didn't annoy me as much as Clyde. But I was that convinced that Clyde or Gabe were the killer mm. that I really didn't like them for their shitty tactics. Now, if Gabe does end up being the killer, one, I'll be surprised, but two, then. I'll be really upset. I just want him to, I want him to figure it out. He's worked so hard to this point. Yeah, he's he's probably the most committed at the moment. Yeah, the whole, he's living it, isn't world. it? We've yeah, always definitely. spoken about people who live the role or play the role, you know, that get immersed in it. And he is the most immersed, definitely. He's not talked to anyone for God knows how long. He's taken it really badly. And um, Syra gives him a peace offering in a cup of tea or coffee or whatever he's bought. But... That would work for me, I think. I think there's a bit of... Sorry, I was trying to get herself out of it a little bit, I think. Do you think that's what it is? Because she voted for Clyde, didn't mm. she? Yeah. But then, so she... olive branch, mate. Cup of tea? Yeah. It's a, it's a good olive branch. I think so. You know when they, they say, oh, an olive branch? Mm. What the fuck am I going to do with an olive branch? <laughs> Make olive oil, if there's olive still on it. This is it. It doesn't specify, does it? I've always thought it's a bit strange. What? 
Like, what is the point? But isn't there some sort of, I don't know, is it biblical? Because it's the dove giving the olive branch and it's a sign of peace. But a that... dove's giving? I'd rather have the dove. <laughs> oh, so it's not a person giving it then? I Let me, look, I'm going to search it just quickly. Where, you don't need to search it. Do you don't need to search it. Oh, it just comes up with all of the olive branch pubs nearby. I think if someone gave me an olive branch, it would fucking annoy me more. <laughs> Definitely not a symbol of peace. Imagine opening your door and a dove flies in with a branch. Shit's all over your carpet. Yeah, and just drops a branch drops on the floor. Drops a branch. Are you taking the piss? I've just hoovered. <laughs> um, what I hadn't thought about, because they, they go over the clues, don't they? With the clues that they get from, you know, they've got about eight clues now, haven't they? The, the killer is fishy and stuff. That's the only one I remember. Yeah, well, the killer took orders was one of them. And oh, yeah. SJ, yeah. they relate, link that back to SJ because SJ took orders when he was searching. You know, he did the first mm-hmm. thing in Bruce's house, didn't he? But also Bella, wasn't it? Yeah, true. But then Syra says the clues point to Jada because Jada's a Pisces. <gasps> That's massive. Yeah. That is massive. Because we always thought, what, what would fishy mean? But that is... Yeah, that I think is... is mm. Very clever. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, after the start of the episode, Bobby calls them down to another game that will ruffle a few feathers. Once again, it's pissing it down. Not only in, are they in their Packamax, they got their brollies up too for the whole game. A Packamac? Is that what they're called? Packamac? Like a Mac that comes in a pack that you get from Alton Towers for like what? three quid or something? Like, like, a, like a waterproof poncho. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poncho, yeah. Like a... Yeah, you get it before you go on the rides Such if you're a soft. Posh boy, you are, aren't you? Pack a mat. <laughs> You'd think this is a game that they could play inside, right? It is absolutely lashing yeah, but it down. If you've paid all that money to take him to Czechoslovakia, you like, which is not where they are at all. <laughs> where is it to? I can't remember. Is it Lithuania? Is it yeah. Slovenia? I can't. I can't remember. It's a nice place. You're not going to waste it, even if it's raining outside. Bobby reminds them straight away of them killing off an innocent last night. And I honestly laughed when I texted you and said, I've just had the biggest laugh. Honestly, when, when Bobby asks Gabe if he wants to play a little game of counting all your friends. Gabe, let's have a quick game of count all your friends that are alive. None. What a way to fucking... See, I, there was another bit, when you texted me that, there was another bit I thought it was that you were referring to, which is a little, slightly later. So they're playing the game Yearbook, which is a cash game where they must work out who voted for who in different categories it's, and it's they can win 10 grand. similar like the one they did on the Slippery on Pole. On the Seesaw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly that. And they all voted in secret and now all is going to be revealed. Because you know, if, 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 a, if a producer is asking you to vote you know it's going to come back and bite you. Absolutely. If you're asked to make comments... Well, the comments quotes, I guess, could just be from your councillor's office entries, couldn't they? Whereas voting, yeah, you absolutely, you're right. You... But even even those comments come back as well, don't they? Of course they do. It's like, this, this person said this in private and confidential. Like, confidential. Oh, and, yeah, and we're going to broadcast it anyway. They know exactly what they're doing as well. They know they can tailor it to how, whoever they want to look bad. Yeah. And that some of these... Well, we go through them. Some of these questions are not doing the dirty on anyone, whereas others are really, really bad. So Bella's up first. Who did Syra vote as the nastiest camper? And Bella votes for Gabe. Interesting, but she nailed it. Gabe's fuming, which 
I think is really funny. But then Bobby reveals that Gabe was voted for by Jada, SJ, Bella and Syra. And that's where they can, you know, they're telling Gabe now, right, these people think you're the nastiest person. Syra's up next. Who did Vela boat? Boat? Who did, who did Vela? I can't fucking Who did Vela? God, there's a new character again. <laughs> who did Bella vote for as camp sweetheart? Easy. Has to be Jada. And she gets it. See, that one is not a difficult question, is it? And that is yeah. not doing anyone a disservice. If you're voting for nice stuff, yeah. then it's not... It's it bullshit. doesn't matter if you get it or, or you don't get it. No, exactly. Jada is asked, who did SJ vote for as the biggest bore? Goes with Syra. Bang on. Gabe and Bella agreed on that. And Syra doesn't give a shit initially. And then when she's in the counselor's office, she's, she's a bit devastated, to be fair. She plays it cool on the front, though. I, I think she's got a good uh, she's got a good poker face, Syra. SJ is asked, who did Gabe vote for as the most annoying? And SJ says, it's got to be Mora. Yeah, of course, it had to be. Yeah, she takes it on the chin as well. She's used yeah. to this now. And they're all too easy so far. Kobe is then asked who Syra would vote for for prom king. He chooses SJ, but is wrong. He gets most of the votes himself. And to be fair, that was just a bit of... Um, he was just being a bit humble. It was always going to be him, wasn't it? Mm. Well, who, who who else? It's him, It's him, SJ or, or, or Gabe, you know? SJ all day. Well, SJ is then asked who Maura voted for as prom queen. Maura chose Jada, so SJ is wrong to assume that she'd have picked Bella. Jada suggests Maura messed up here, which is interesting. I wonder if the killer would vote incorrectly on purpose. They were going at Maura because Maura chose Jada. No, this is like a nice thing. You know, this is picking someone. It's not like, who do you think the nastiest is and then going for Jada? You're saying that she could be prom queen. It's it's mad. I just, mm-hmm. don't, I just don't understand it. Maura does mess up the most, to be fair. And it is revealed that Bella got the most votes and even tried to vote for herself, which I actually thought was quite funny. But is that them more messing up by voting for Jada? I, I don't think it is. No, I don't think so. Anyway, since I, earlier on I said it was too easy at that point, they'd lost the last two rounds and the killer is catching up, having bagged two and a half grand in the last two rounds. Maura is called up and asked who Kobe voted for as most likely to fake a showmance. She chooses Bella, which is fair enough. I'd have chosen Bella or Syrah, I think. It's then revealed that Kobe and Syra both voted for each other in this category. Maura messing up for the second time, it looks, and they are slowly beginning to suspect her again. Gabe is finally invited up and asked who Kobe voted for as the biggest liar. And he oh. chose Bella, mainly because he thinks that Bella's the liar, doesn't he, really? Yeah, he thinks she's the killer. Exactly. Bobby then reveals that Kobe actually chose Gabe. Obviously, this was, you know, left until the end. It's it's brilliant. And only Kobe chose Gabe as, as the biggest liar. Now, it's very weird, that, because we've just seen that Clyde was... Then Gabe and Clyde together, they both suspected Bella. Yeah. Clyde was voted off. He was innocent. So, like we said before, to say Gabe's the biggest liar is a stretch, I think. Yeah, I agree. And and Gabe actually calls him out by calling him a snake. <laughs> and it's the way, that's what made me laugh. It's the way he said snake. He's like straight on it. It's like snake. Yeah. <laughs> he picked you as the biggest liar, not Bella. Snake. I'm not a snake. You're an absolute snake. This is why I love Gabe so much. I, I, I do like him. I do, yeah, honestly. I don't see how, I don't see how Kobe's picked Gabe in that situation. 
it's strange having only known him for, for 48 hours or, or less. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Could If Kobe's the killer, can you imagine? Turn oh, it off. No, turn I'm it off just, now. Exactly. Turn it off. Anyway, they split the prize pot. Both Innocence and Killer take five grand each. SJ full on calls out Mora when asked who sabotaged the game. And it's certainly looking that way based on what we've seen. Now Mora is turning on the waterworks because she thought she could trust SJ. Then does some mad squeal in the counsellor's office. I'll cut that noise in, but guard my ears. <laughs> Gabe begins to call out Kobe. But honestly, if it is Kobe, I'm going to scream worse than Mora just screamed. Bella and Mora at this point, I mean, surely. And, and, and we'll have our conversation at the end of the episode, as we always do. But for the killer, I, I cannot see it. It could be anyone else. But got that entirely wrong for the last six episodes, haven't I? Gabe is now all in. I honestly think at this point that he, if he's the killer, unbelievably play, played this unbelievably well because I've gone full circle from going, yeah, he could be involved to absolutely not. So if he mm-hmm. is, I'll be amazed. But it could just be one of the quieter ones. Imagine it is SJ or Jada. We shall see. The clues don't really give us much, but I hope they do by the end of the series. Kobe goes and sits with Gabe for a bit for a chat, admits that he got it wrong and is beginning to agree with Gabe. You can't. Nah, if someone called me out on that on that um, game and then the media come and sat with me, I was like, well, no, she did it in front of everybody. So go away. Do you think he brought an olive branch with him? He just brought the dove. Yeah, yeah, just the dove. Just and the is dove. this, is it, I mean, if there's like a new bromance to be born here, would they be Gobi or Clabe? Gobi. Oh no, hang on. Would no, I didn't mean that. Would they be Gobi or or Kaid? No, Cabe. What the fuck would they be? be Gobi or Cabe? Gobi. Gobi, gotta be. But yeah, could could Gobi be the new Clabe? What with one hour left? I don't. <laughs> I highly doubt it. SJ's an emotional wreck at this point, and he's saying that you, they don't need to think about relationships anymore. Just think about the win. And bang on, you've got to think about relationships in the first few episodes. But in these last two, last three, you really don't. You just cut all ties and you every man for themselves now, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Bobby calls them down to the front lawn for today's immunity game. You know what this means? No lake challenge. Yeah, I did notice. That's a crazy. They just realised that there's poison in it. Or yeah, something. do you think they realised that it was like riddled with... Legionnaires or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can literally see the rats swimming. The uh, the same challenge from last year, actually, what they do on the lawn, which is apparently a fairly well-known challenge from Survivor, but they hold the buckets above their head. It's their last ever immunity game called Hold a Grudge, and they need to complete the forfeits whilst the bucket of blood is above them and hope it doesn't fall over. You know, if they dance, if they move, if they do whatever they've got to do. And if their bucket falls, they get to choose the next campmate to take on the challenge. Now, I remember this challenge in the last series taking quite a long time and only one or no people going out every round. This seems to be over so quickly because they are all terrible at holding up their buckets. So Syrah is out before it even starts, but she now chooses who goes, who does the first forfeit. Or does she? Because she's about to, and then Kobe loses his bucket before the wheel finishes turning. So someone has to do a camp dance, and Kobe gets to choose the first campmate. He chooses Bella, which to me suggests that he has now formed that alliance with with Gabe. He's playing both sides, and not very well. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. 
But then Bella has to do a disco dance with Bobby. She barely moves and gets off so lightly. That mm-hmm. if that, I'm sure if that was Gabe that that he chose that disco, they'd been asking him to properly reach up and no, yeah. she you know gets to choose because she survives. She gets to choose who does the next forfeit and immediately asks Gabe to do a 360 degree spin, and it's not happening. He gets covered and calls Bella out. He spins really hard as well. Doesn't yeah, he? <laughs> yeah, it's not just taking like it easy. He's just gone. So, so much frustration. Yeah, and calls out Bella straight away as the blood drops on his head. Good try, Gabe. Good try, Gabe. Bella's a killer. I'm not. Maura is out. Her bucket falls off just before the wheel is spun. And I wonder whether or not, because Gabe was going to be the next person to pick, did Maura do that to sabotage? Could read into it. Don't know. Anyway, immediately... Jada loses her bucket, so she gets to choose between SJ and Bella and strikes an immunity deal with SJ. So Jada chooses Bella to do the forfeit, which is Bobby's special. He gets her to sniff one of Bruce's socks. And fair play, she manages to hold her bucket up and Bobby spins the wheel again. Time for another camp dance that SJ this time is going to perform. Before he can, Bella's bucket drops. Is this because she's the killer and doesn't need immunity? Or is it just that she's lost it? don't know but sj now has immunity which is fantastic yeah helps being tall in this i think you'd be absolutely fine it'd be resting on my head the bucket <laughs> would be on my head let alone the stick yeah spin 360 well like it's yeah. spinning around your hairline yeah and 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 look sj lets his bucket drop why not everyone else is covered bobby asks if anyone wants to plead their case to sj and bella and gabe both give their accounts and sj chooses Gabe. Smart. Why not? Absolutely love it. And SJ thinks that Gabe is onto something. But what gets me is that Jada feels betrayed. But no, that was earlier on in the game. That was a separate immunity deal, wasn't it? As far as I'm concerned, that that was for that round. That immunity deal was for that round, wasn't Mm -hmm. it? Mm-hmm, and then in the next round, it's more... It all changes. It, yeah. Exactly. It moves on from there. Gabe pleading his case once again. It could be absolute killer behaviour. If you're the killer, why not go all in like that? But it, it honestly doesn't seem to me like he's acting. And if he is, fair play. So yeah, SJ has got immunity. Gabe's his fellow companion that have an immunity as well. And then we move into the, the reflection after the game. Kobe and Syrah have their little romantic moment on the pier. Could the couple's curse strike again? I hope so. (laughs) I would love it if they were both up for elimination. I put future Mike will know. What present Mike knows at this point is the soundtrack to this series compared to the other one is dog shit. Yeah, it's not as good. Not enjoyed it at all. Yeah. Was Bruce really there when they're sat on the pier? Or was that an after effect? Because they're sat there and then you see Bruce's face underneath their legs. Yeah. The camera moves in. I'm not sure. I think it's after effect. I think it is. I think it is. It's clever. And that they should do that more. We said that. He should always be a presence. You know what I mean? I agree. He should always be around. In the background or something. Just watching on. Maybe he has been just on the cameras. It should be stuff like, you know, when they have to go after a task, they have to go back to the dorm. Mm. Imagine like if one of them is just like last, the yeah. door is locked. And then that person's out. Because they'll all be running back in to get in and stuff. You'd be like banging the door down and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So SJ or Gabe J, whichever way we want to play it, 
having a chat on the bed and in walks Jada. She says she'd have chosen Gabe too. And she's quite emotional. SJ isn't happy. Uh, could Jada be the killer? Do you know, she's played a good game if she is. If she, I mean, it would be amazing if she is, wouldn't it? Gabe has a little notebook of suspects. I didn't know. That's where you know that he's all in. Did mm-hmm. you see he had his little book, which has got all the different clues in? Kobe thinks he's going to be chosen to frame Gabe, and Bella claims that she's a scapegoat. It makes the ending exciting for sure. Bobby calls him down to the campfire. SJ and Gabe asserts for the final. Everyone else is at risk. Gabe thinks he'd have been killed if he wasn't immune tonight. I think I think so as well. Yeah, I do. Because with his little book, if you if you're the killer and you see him with his little book, yeah, and if he's making notes about what people are saying, he might then bring that up a few days later to see if you say the same stuff. Call someone out exactly. So if I was the killer, I'd be like, yeah, get get rid of him straight away. But because he's got immunity, he's untouchable. Nothing they can do. Which makes me think SJ also not the killer. Because he actively picked Gabe. Yeah, that's that's a good point, actually. Because if he was the killer, why would he choose... No, that's a really good point. So Gabe, there's potential. But SJ, why would you choose the strongest person to go through that could potentially unlock it? Yeah, he's... he's he's Like you say, he's so invested at this point. He's got yeah. his notebook. He's like driving himself crazy with it to a certain, ex- certain extent. You yeah. Know? In fact, that for me, I think, is the... Yeah, that's the telling point. I think you're absolutely right. So, all right, just on that then, if we're not saying SJ, we're not saying Gabe, well, we'll we'll have that conversation after. We'll have it very shortly, I think, yeah, very shortly. So Kobe says that he thinks it's Bella. Syra agrees. Jada thinks it's Bella or Mora, as she's sat in between them, which is great. Mora thinks it's SJ or Bella. SJ thinks it's Bella or Mora. Gabe is fixated on Bella. And Bella says she's too exhausted to try and defend herself anymore. I was convinced that Bella was going to be on the walk tonight and that she was going to put herself up for it. And that's what happens, that we find out that Syra and Bella are the two going on the enchanted bike trail. Syra must be absolutely gutted because if she's that in on Bella now, she knows she's a goner. And I think most people sat there thinking, you know what, if Bella comes back, then Bella's the killer. Yeah. But then again, you would probably keep Bella in if you were the killer. Like you would pick someone else because you would want Bella to be suspected, wouldn't you, until the end? The scapegoat, yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. I'm certain she was coming back. Whether that's because she's the killer or the producers have chosen her for maximum impact, you you just knew she was going to come back, didn't you? Time for Bobby's scary story, which I'll insert here. But wait. You can't have a campfire without a scary story, right? Right? Yeah. I've got one for you. Once upon a night, two campers went for a walk in a wood. I'm really scared I don't want to die, Bella. They came to a sign which split them up. It's okay. You can do this. They held hands, reassuring each other it was all going to be okay. Spoiler alert! It was not going to be okay! So they took off in opposite directions. One route took a camper to safety. The other 
to something very bad. But would it be Syra or Bella? Syra or Bella? Syra, Bella! One camper suddenly found themselves in the enchanted Camp Pleasant bike trail. A truly magical place. They rode their bike down the trail and suddenly found a solitary garden gnome. Hey there, little fella! You all alone? The camper got off their bike and picked up the little man. They heard a little chuckle behind them. Four more smiling gnomes had appeared. The camper jumped in fright and dropped the gnome on its head. It shattered on the forest floor. Big mistake. The four gnomes were now closer, surrounding her bike. They were not smiling anymore. The camper leapt back on their tiny bike and began to ride. Something was wrong. Very wrong! They pedaled down the trail. Everywhere they looked, it was gnome after gnome after gnome. They set up, desperate to get away to somewhere gnome-free. Bruce watched from the trees. The camper risked a glance behind and saw more gnomes. They were chasing her. But what was that? A ramp. Use the ramp to leap over the gnomes and then ride to freedom. They could do this. Taking a deep breath, they began to ride faster and faster. The laughter of the gnomes grew louder. They hit the ramp and flew into the air. They were airborne, floating through the sky. They landed, but the ground fell away. Splat! Their body was punctured by half a dozen spiky hats through their leg, gut, lungs, heart. One pointy puncture even erupted from their eye like a messed up unicorn. They were dead. Bruce watched from the forest. He may have dug the hole, but twas the gnomes that did the deed. It was like Mommy used to always say, do not piss off a gnome. But that means Cyrus dead. What the fuck is going on at this point? Like, I I just couldn't get over it. The more it went on, I was thinking, what is going on? It was just bizarre. The whole thing was bizarre. Because you've got a perfectly good killer, yet you're going to have nice... It's gone supernatural. More supernatural than yeah. a giant man with masking tape on his face. So whose idea was that? And And, and this is the thing. Like of all that we've mentioned it, I don't we can't go over old ground again and again and again. But even just a shovel to the head would have been a thousand times better than this. Yeah, even just falling on Falling on a gnome for fuck's sake. Well, just falling you, on a pit of spikes or something. If you want if you wanted it to be gnomes, don't fly like E. T. as well. Do you think like 
the, the producers asked one of the runners to get something and he overheard it and he heard it wrong as gnomes. And it's like, can you just get like loads of like really sharp stones? Yeah, okay. I'm sure he said gnomes. I'm just going to go with gnomes. <laughs> they're in the props cupboard. They've got, we've got a bike. Okay, so are there any films with a bike? Yeah, well, doesn't the clown in Saw ride a bike? Oh, no, we've already chosen. E.T. It's E.T. <laughs> That's a horror film, isn't it? It's got an alien. It's a horror film. I haven't really seen yeah. it, but it's a horror film, yeah. It's fucking appalling. Anyway, Bella returns. Poor Kobe. No one comforts Bella, whether she's the killer or not. She'll not be. She's, you know, she's not getting a cuddle, is she? And she is now suspect numero uno. She is going to be suspected by everyone. I don't know if much will change that in the next episode. And if she isn't the killer, then whoever is has really done well to frame her as they have. And we see a glimpse of next time where we'll find out who the killer is, which I'm looking forward to. The last time, or for the last time, who is the killer? Okay, so we're saying right, SJ's immune. So he then picked Gabe. Yeah, so so the chances of SJ being the killer are lowered because he chose one of the stronger players. One of the stronger people that could reveal the killer. Yep. Right. yep that's a really good point. So then we're left with Jada, Bella. Kobe, eliminate Kobe. I mean, like, yeah, Kobe, Kobe's not, it's not Kobe. Kobe. So it's Bella, Mora, Mora, Jada, SJ, Gabe, and Kobe. They're, 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 in my head, they're not. Yeah, SJ, Gabe, and Kobe aren't the killers. So Kobe can't because he came in late. SJ chose Gabe, so unlikely. Gabe is all in with a little black book and everything else, so very unlikely. So one of the girls, Mora and Bella have always been. More, high on the radar, yeah. But Jada is a Pisces. <laughs> yeah, we can't. So do you, do you think it's only one killer then? Yeah, it's got it's got to be yeah. now, hasn't it? I think so. I'm gonna go for Jada. I'm gonna go for Jada. That would be incredible. I hope it is. Um, because what's Bella really done wrong? I just think it's just her acting thing for me. It's just her. What not getting upset and stuff? Yeah, and like. Is that so? Because maybe she's so that's just she's not nursed. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, Jada's perhaps. Jada's like you've seen Jada like visibly upset. You know, I don't know. I'm going. I'm going for Jada. I've said okay. it. Right? I'm going all in on. I've said since Clyde's gone, Bella, maybe Mora, um, Mora, and that Bella has been the scapegoat. Yeah, let's go, Mora. Is that because? I think I feel sorry for Bella. Like, and maybe I'm just misremembering, but I can't really think of her really messing up. Maura has messed up more, hasn't she? Without a doubt, Maura has messed up more. Definitely. Yeah. You could say she's messed up Maura. <laughs> Fucking hell. Just enter, enter, enter. There's <laughs> <laughs> a tumbleweed going past. Yeah, so we're letting Bella off. Because if it turns out to be Bella, we'll be like, oh, fuck. That's obvious. <laughs> Yeah, I think Clyde was too obvious as well, wasn't he, really? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we made that mistake before, so let's go with, yeah. Interesting, exciting times. I'm I'm looking forward to the end. I just hope that, I don't, I don't quite know how the episode's going to go. Like, how are they going to fill 40, 40 minutes? Well, I reckon there'll be, I reckon there'll be a, maybe an early elimination. Perhaps, yeah. Or like narrow a, it down again. Yeah, and then at the end... They vote, I imagine, don't they? Because last time they voted and someone got taken off in a plea. No, I can't really remember how it happened. 
remember them all going off and then the car detonate being detonated at the end. I hope there's like a group death at the end if they lose. But yeah. they might out the killer. So if they do, that'd be really good. I think if they out the killer, they'll out it as either Gabe or Bella. And I think both are wrong. Because this is day by day. And how much does your opinion change, really? Yeah, how much is it going to change in, in two more, max two more tasks? Hmm. Because like I said, before, like you've said before, you start seeing what you want to see. You know? It's that confirmation bias. It's that, that I ignored all the positives about Clyde and just thought he was the killer. So everything that he did on the sly, I thought, oh, he's taking the piss there. And I think that's probably what's happened with Bella as well. Yeah. Interesting. Well, let's go watch it, shall we? Let's go watch it and report back. Until next time, brother. Until next time. If you're still with us, thanks for listening. Come and say hello on Twitter. We're at Presents Jam because Jam Presents was already taken. For more content like this, head over to jasonandmike.com. We'll be back next week with more Killer Camp.